Welcome to the Power to Podcast audio course, where you're going to learn how to make, market, and monetize your very first podcast to attract your ideal client, share your story, and help hundreds with your message without being a techie or producing any bad content. If you want more with every single episode, go to powertopodcast.com. I'm your host, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Today, we're going to be talking about email lists. Now, as I've been mentioning all throughout, is it is very important that we're building an email list because this is actually land that we own and a way for us to actually be communicating with our podcast listeners on a consistent basis without the fear of somebody taking that away from us or all of a sudden it drying up. We've been talking a lot about social media this week. And one of the problems with having, you know, a huge social media following of your podcast listeners is at any moment, at any time, they could basically turn that social media platform off. And now you've lost the way to connect with those hundreds or thousands or millions of people that you built up on that platform. And so what we have to do is drive them to our website where we can be collecting their email addresses and creating a list for ourselves, people that we can contact at any moment, any time. So really the reason for us to build an email list is to stay in touch with our listeners. This is a way for us to engage with them directly every single day, to be emailing them the value that we have to give, and really to start building the relationship between you and your listeners. You're also establishing trust with your listeners. So when you have an email list and you're sending them you know, valuable content, you're sending them information they want to know, you're sending them things that are going to help solve their problems to their inbox all the time, they're going to be trusting you as a person. And eventually that trust could lead to them actually purchasing you know, one of your products or services if you're a business and this is what your podcast is for. And the very last reason to have an email list is really to deliver your value, to deliver your message, to deliver your stories to more people and directly through a way that they consume all the time. Everybody checks their email inbox. And so every time your episode goes live, if you are sending out an email, it's just another way to communicate that and to distribute your content. So what are six tactics that we can use for email lists? Well, the very first tactic is create valuable content. You know, this is the fundamental of our podcast. The fundamental of everything is actually create content that these people want to consume. Because when you do that, they're going to be more likely to want to open your email messages and actually be going to their email provider all the time. So opening up their Gmail and looking for your emails because they know that there's super valuable content in there. So the very first tactic for getting better engagement with your emails on your email list is just to create valuable content. The second tactic to use is having a strong call to action. Now we talked about call to actions um, in your podcast episodes, but you also want to have call to actions in your emails. So as you're putting this valuable content in there, somewhere towards the end before you you know sign off, put your name, put a call to action in there. And that may be clicking on a link, maybe it's reading a blog post, uh, maybe it's actually looking at one of your services or products. But drive the people from that email to one of those things to start engaging with you more. Again, we always want this engagement happening. We want to tell our audience what the very next steps are, the ways that they interact with you again, again, and again. Another good tactic for 
your email list is when you have a guest post or a guest podcast um, come into your podcast or your blog or whatever, as you can send an email out about this. And especially if you were doing interviews all the time, then you want to email your podcast listeners and basically telling them that you have this new guest coming on and some of the valuable content that they're going to share, as well as you can ask your guest if they can send an email to their email list about some of the content that they are releasing on your podcast, which is going to drive engagement from their email list. And then when you have your blog post or whatever, you put multiple opportunities for people to opt in in that blog post. So we were talking about, you know, doing transcriptions for a blog post on our podcast websites. Inside of that, you want to put opportunities for people to opt in on your website. And so you could be doing things like giving freebies away or, you know, extra bonus hidden content or something along those lines, something that's super valuable to your listeners and give them the opportunity to opt in, give their email to you, get on your list. And in exchange, they're going to get that freebie or extra content. Another really great way to get people onto your email list is by doing things like webinars or workshops or extra trainings, things that you are going to dive deep into some of the podcast topics you talk about. So, you know, if you're doing a podcast where you're doing 10 minute episodes and on every episode you're talking about, you know, a certain topic or strategy for your listeners, find out which ones are getting the most engagement, which ones are the most listened to episodes, and then create a workshop or training around that and offer it online. And then all the people need to do is, you know, give you their email and they sign up for that training and you can deliver more content to your people. One of the last tactics for getting more people to your email list is doing things like paid ads. And so you can have some sort of freebie or um, something that you basically have a paid ad on Facebook or Google AdWords that drives traffic to that lead magnet, to that freebie. And in exchange for getting that freebie or lead magnet, they give you their email address. But they come first from that Facebook or Google platform where they click on your ad and come to your website. Now, some good tips and rules of thumbs for email lists. Be studying others. You know, subscribe to other people's podcast lists and figure out what they're doing on their emails to basically be promoting their podcast to their listeners. This is going to great give you great insights, especially if they're your competitors, as well as just give you some inspiration of things that you can be doing inside your email list. Now, you should be putting out at least one email every week. So this makes sure that your listeners actually know that, hey, they're going to get emails from you on a consistent basis. This works really well if you're doing, you know, one episode a week, then just do, you know, one uh, email a week that corresponds with that podcast episode. You should put a lot of time and effort into focusing in on your subject lines because this is the thing that people first see when they see your emails. And if you have something super catchy and engaging um, in that subject line, you're going to have more a likelihood that they're going to want to open that email. But if you put, you know, boring subject lines or you don't put any subject line at all, people aren't going to actually click in and read that email. And so it doesn't matter how engaging your content is, how valuable it is. If they don't ever open it, then they're never going to actually see it. Now, when they actually do get inside that email, you want to make sure that you have really engaging content. So having things like stories and different interactions that you're doing, you know, again, things that are answering these people's problems and then have a strong call to action. So at the end of the email, what is it that you want your 
person to do? What is it you're, the next step that you want your listeners to take? You should use this also as a way to find your voice. So really craft it to be your own email, to be your own stories, and really your own place of how you share content. This is going to set you apart from all the other people and going to drive people back every single day or you know, if you're putting it out once a week, every week to actually open that email and be searching it out. Now, if you're having struggles with figuring out what to be putting in these emails or if people are actually liking, then just ask your audience. One of the great things about email is you can ask right in your email, hey, if you're enjoying this content or you want to hear something more, basically just hit reply and send me an email and they can quickly and easily do that. And it's going to drive engagement between you and your listeners. Now, I recommend sending your list an email each time an episode goes live. So when you are sending them an email about an episode go live, you should consider the time that you're sending it. And by this, I mean when your audience is listening to the podcast, you should be ideally sending that email beforehand, letting them know that the podcast is coming out. So when will your audience actually be listening to this podcast? Is it in their car commute, some other time? Answering this question will let you know at what time you should send your email. Now let's talk about what you should email them. Inside of that email, something, especially if this is one going out to them because there's an episode going live, then you should be teasing upcoming content that you're going to be putting out. You can announce new content or you can deliver extra content. So teasing an upcoming episode basically says, hey, we recorded this episode. It's coming up in a few days and you get them excited to want to see it. So then when you send out that second email, which is announcing the new content, more people are going to be engaged. They're going to be looking for that email and they're excited to want to consume it. And then the very last one is deliver extra content. So maybe inside of the podcast episodes, there was a bunch of books or resources that your guest mentioned And you can tell your audience that you're going to be delivering some of this extra content in your email, so they need to watch out for it. Those are just a few ideas of what you can put inside of your emails when they're tied to podcast episodes. Now, I wanted to make a note about an email subscription service called Substack. Substack is one of the most popular publishing platforms right now, defining the new direction of subscription-based media. It allows journalists, writers, and experts to offer free or subscription-based newsletters directly to their audience. But Substack recently did something great for podcasters. Along with newsletters, though, Substack also allows users to host and distribute paid or free podcasts. Podcasts hosted on Substack are available not only through email and on one Substack site, but also on the podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Pocket Cast. Now, if you're already using Substack to be creating a newsletter or emailing some of your email list, All you have to do in Substack to set up your podcast is to go to the settings page and find the podcast settings section. There you just check enable podcast beta option. And once enabled, all you need to do is upload cover art and enter the podcast details like the title, description, and categories. From there, you'll get an RSS feed like any other hosting platform, and you can submit those to the different podcast directories. Now, if you have paid subscriptions enabled in your Substack, you can also have your paid subscribers use a private feed of your episodes in any podcast app that supports private feeds. The private feeds would include all episodes you publish, both free and paid. Of course, if you're using a different media host, like the ones we talked about before when setting up your podcast, and later on you want to move to Substack because you're really building out an email newsletter, you can import your podcast. 
and they've made it very easy to migrate your podcast from any other previous host that you may be using to Substack. It just takes a couple steps and it usually takes less than five minutes. Now, while I'm not a traditional podcast host, Substack is a good platform to offer a podcast that's tied to a mailing list and published on your own website. And like Anchor, it's free. Substack only makes money on paid subscriptions, taking a 10% cut of your subscription revenue. Today, we discuss podcast email lists and why it's absolutely necessary that you start building an email list. I mentioned some different tactics and tips for you to get started doing that and things that you could be putting inside your emails. I also mentioned Substack as a possible option for you in the future as both a podcast media host and an email subscription service. Our activity today, though, is to start building an email list for yourself. So start embedding some email signup forms on your website and creating something for people to download in order to get them on your email list. Thank you for listening to the Power to Podcast audio course. To get everything you need to make, market, and monetize your podcast, including tutorials, resources, templates, coaching, and even a private community of podcasters just like you, then visit powertopodcast.com and join today. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.